There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And tonight we'll be discussing episode six of season two of Krypton. Okay, so first of all, it doesn't feel like it's only season two. Right. I feel like we're a lot further out. Second of all, I know I've been talking about it previous. We made it to San Diego Comic-Con and back. So yeah, that's why this is a little late. But although we did not have a panel that I was able to find, I don't think they did a panel for Krypton at all. He was there. Cameron Cuff was there for a signing, which of course I didn't get. That lottery was I probably have a better chance of hitting the actual lottery. Right. But he was in a panel that I did get into, and I don't remember the exact name of the panel. I think it was like Badass Guys. And he did share a story. And Steve, this story, oh my God. Yeah. It's something else, guys. It really is. So you know how in a lot of those workout magazines, I'll tell you how to look totally ripped and buff and this and that. Well, he said he happened to be reading one, and he had a film coming out where he was going to have like a scene where he was mostly naked. And so he's like, all right, I'm going to do this. And I'm embarrassed that it didn't happen to me. Right. And he's like, okay, so you like cut out carbs for a week and then you like carb load like the night before. And he's like, it's great. I looked amazing. (laughs) Of course, everybody on the panel was laughing. He's like, but what they don't tell you in the magazine articles is that your body's going to suddenly have to get rid of those carbs. and He's in his trailer in his robe, and his body decides, now's the time to get rid of all these extra carbs. So, knock, 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 his body's like, you need the bathroom now. And that is when they called him to set. So, he's walking to set, and he's like, okay, I can do this. Maybe I'll just let out a little gas. Except that's not what was happening. So, he said he clamped down. So, you know, you're walking much straighter, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) And... He gets to set. He does this incredibly, like, close-up scene. (laughs) And he's like, and what was worse, all the cameras were on me. It wasn't like, okay, I can relax a little. They're going to move the camera. No, it was all all eyes on him. They cut. He's like, great, running for an exit. And the director gets in front of him. He's like, that was the best I think I've seen you do. (laughs) He's like, needless to say, it was a photo finish. But I'm like, oh, my God. And it was hilarious because you had Billy Zupka up there next to him. And he's like, I, yeah, I got nothing compared to that. Yeah. So it was like, it's a question like, you know, the strange things that happened or something. And I'm sure this is on YouTube already. Somebody was probably filming. I kind of accidentally ended up in this panel. So I didn't even realize that he was in it. I just kind of lucked out. And I really wish I had that on tape because, yeah. oh, my God. And then, kind of funny enough, somebody asked later, hey, so if you were to dress up as something, you know, a character, 
and walk around on the floor, who would you be? Because you've heard that before. I mean, we've seen Matt Smith and uh, Maisie Williams. Just a whole bunch of different celebrities will do that. Oh, absolutely. And he happened to have a Nightwing jacket that he'd been wearing. So he stands up as they're saying what they would do. And he puts on the Nightwing jacket and he's like, oh, kind of grinning. And he sits back down. He's like, I'd probably dress like Superman. <laughs> I'm like, really? You're wearing Nightwing, but you're like Superman. Yeah, it was pretty funny. He he is really a crack up when he's up there. And that accent, I'm telling you, like all the girls were probably swooning. And he was talking about his girlfriend and how when they were just starting to date, like nobody recognized him outside of cons. Right. And he happened to be going for like a second date with who is like his long-term girlfriend now. And somebody walked out of the restaurant and recognized him. Like, oh my God, you're from Krypton. And, you know, talking to him. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And his now girlfriend was like, wait, did did he just recognize you from the stuff you did? He's like, yeah, that happens a lot. (laughs) He's like, it never happened to that point outside of a cod. So he's like, and I think that's why she's now my longtime girlfriend. (laughs) Yeah. So it was really sweet. He's awesome. But I would definitely search to see if you can find anything on YouTube or from, you know, just San Diego Comic-Con from what he was in because it it was really funny. So that's the news that we have for you. Me and my crazy antics on the other side of the country here. Sounds like a blast, as always. It was fun. I'm still trying to recover. I'm still tired. So why don't you hit us with some ratings news? Unfortunately, I was one of the people that did not watch it live. I'm coming in after the fact, but I still enjoyed it. Yes, episode six brought in a 0.09 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.371 million viewers, making it the 75th overall cable show for the day. The live plus seven for episode three was 12th in viewers percentage gain going from 0.488 to 1.022 million viewers for an increase of 109%. That is huge. Yeah, more than doubled. It's live plus same day, so. I will tell you, this episode and I believe episode 7 happened to take place during the time where a lot of people were in San Diego. So I I have a feeling a lot of those numbers are going to go way up. Oh, absolutely. When we get the live plus seven. Yes. All right, let's jump into episode six in Zod We Trust. Seg and Nyssa attempt to save their son, and the Wegthor Alliance falls apart. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you could say that. (laughs) Yeah. Because I don't know about you, but I was still stunned with what happened. Oh, absolutely. From From the end of last episode. When I watched that, and I'm like, wait. Wait, that's the end? No, hold on. So coming back in, I'm like, something's going to be fake. But we're not even like going to have a moment of reprieve. No, they're just going to rub it in even more. Because sure enough, we get to see the people of Krypton staring at their screens as Jack's cuts light his throat again. It seems to be on repeat. Yeah. It's like, uh, cut the feed or something because you're killing all of us. Yes. And a stunned Seg takes refuge in the catacombs and screams in grief and rage as Jaina and Dev look on. I feel horrible for those two because not only they're dealing with Seg having this like breakdown at that moment, but Jaina can't really 
mourn her child and Dev, former fiance, because they were actually talking about, well, you know, we might have to kill her. Right. But then when this happened, I think it was one of those things like, I just don't know how to react. Like, yeah, we talked about it, but I didn't think it would happen. Right. And now they probably feel a little bit guilty for even talking about it. Right. It was crazy. Yeah. And we see a Sagittarius commander informing a shocked Zod that they've spotted Doomsday in an ice cave system. Yeah. Zod was just not where I thought he'd be in the headspace. Because suddenly, you know, he's like, well, do we have control of the public broadcast system yet? Nope. And yeah, Sagittarius like, I don't believe so so they're still watching my mother die over and over right so what does he do something very sad like yeah drops that force field window and just shoves him right through he's like yeah why don't you go look yeah wow <laughs> damn that's all i was gonna like seeing that happen i was like uh okay yeah that's Zod. yep and we go up to weg thor where Aramay is covering over Lyda's body, and Jax tells the rebels that she did what she did was the best for the Sud and the Sagittarii are cut off from reinforcement. And I think they are all pretty shocked. Oh yeah, there wasn't a single soul that what didn't have their mouth wide open because just yeah, not like anybody was cheering this. Right, exactly. And she tells them that once they take control of the space elevator, they can make it permanent. And of course, as Jax is trying to get the rebels behind them, Val yells at her that she has cost them any chance of peace. Oh, yeah. And she's trying to turn it around. Yeah. She's like, no, no, no. Because, you know, Zod, no, no, stop. Val's just like, stop. What you did was an act of barbarism. Goes against everything we stand for. And you did it live. Right. There's no taking that back. Right. And she turns around and calls him weak. And you were duplicitous in the events as well, so. And that the people only saw their commitment to this cause. No, they didn't see freedom fighters. They seen terrorists. Right. And we need those people. We need their support. We need their reinforcements. We need their places to hide, their food, everything. And you're like, meh, whatever. Right. But, of course, as he's saying that, the rebels are starting to mutter their agreement with what Val's saying. And he tells her that all you did was show that you're just as much of a tyrant as he is. Right. You're not somebody who's going to listen. You're just as bad of a dictator. Right. And, of course. I mean, on one hand, you can kind of understand Jax is like, no, I gave that ultimatum and he wasn't following through. He was going to kill us. But I really, honestly did not believe, even knowing what you have looked up about Jack. Right. I did not believe that she was going to kill Lyda. Yep. Yeah, I was wrong. And Val informs her that he will no longer stand with her and informs the rebels they will have to choose. And sure enough, they do as they all grab their weapons and point them at Jacks. And yet Arame was still like, no, I totally stand with her. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure that's the hill you want to die on? Not a good idea. No. And we see Nissa descending on the space elevator and radios Zod to say that she's done what he asked and has the codex and she is coming to get core. 
Yeah, I'm sure oh, that'll go well. by the way, well. if you don't give me core, I will destroy the Codex. Yeah, well, I mean, she had a plan because I really don't think Zod was on board with anything. No, no, because he gives it. You would d- doom your people? And she goes, <laughs> I'm protecting my family. It's like, what do you think? Yes. He finally agrees that he will honor their deal. And I don't believe it. Cuts off the connection when Nissi tells him that she doesn't trust him either. No, there ain't no trust in anything Zod says. Nope. We go back to Seg, Jane, and Dev as they continue their way on until they stop for rest. Dev says that they'll head back to the outposts and ask Seg if he will come with them. And then Seg and Jaina argue about why Val failed to stop Lyda's death. And Seg tells them that Zod reconditioned Lyda. Oh, I forgot that they didn't know at this point. Right. And of course, Dev doesn't believe it, but Seg says he saw the records and what Zod did to Lyda. And then, of course, Dev blames himself, saying he knows when it happened and tells them that Lyda was devastated when she believed Seg was dead. And the two of them grew closer, but then Lyda changed. Dev realized that Lyda was in love with Seg and hoped that it would pass, but it didn't until Seg died. And he yeah, saw well, the, it really never did then either. And he, yeah, and he saw the same blind devotion Lyda had for Seg directed at Zod, and he gave up on her right then and there. And I know you've got to feel bad for him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because it's like he's blaming himself. I should have seen this happen. I should have known. Right. But, like, as it was all happening, suddenly we get Brainiac appearing again. Yeah. Like, oh, grief. It's not anything useful. You don't want to feel that. And, of course, when Seg yells, shut up, it's like, shit, cover, cover. Yeah. Quit blaming yourself. It's not your fault. It's like, yeah, well, you know, it's not a bad cover, except you're looking at something specific. Right. But it was heart-wrenching, and then it just, you know, later on it gets even worse. But I just couldn't believe that, yeah, Brainiac is going to pop up. You have this really powerful moment happening, and then Brainiac's like, hey. Yeah, I'm still here. (laughs) I'm going to screw up this touching moment. Yep. But we get something else that screws it up, some comm chatter. Yep. Including the fact that Zod sent Sagittari Squad to recover something from Lyda, and Nyssa has been deemed surplus to requirement. That Which can't be I good. No, because I'm like, wait a second. He knows Lyda's dead, so why was he sending anybody other than for Nyssa? It's like, okay, they're taking her out. So, right. of course, now it's time to think quick. Yes. Now we go back up to Wegthor, where... Val has Jax and her remaining supporters taken away, and we hear Kim wondering if Seg saw Lyda die, because he knows what that would have done to Seg. Val addresses the rebels, saying that there will be no secrets, and he tells them that he believes what they're doing is right and just, and they have to win. Then, of course, Zod gets control of the communications and calls them and demands that they hand over Jax or Everyone will die. I'm kind of shocked he didn't ask for his mother's body back, knowing that Nyssa is supposed to be en route with the Codex. Right. And that maybe he, he can, like, clone her. Uh-huh. Yeah. Exactly. But no. 
I want Jax. And then I was wondering, these are things that just play out in my head randomly. Was he trying to get Jax not just to kill and torture her, but to get her to work on that again? So they had that where they could clone people. Yep. It's very possible that he would have offered Jax, you can either die or you can do this. Right. What's it going to be? I think Jax would be like, I'll take death. And he's like, okay, but we're going to recondition you first. And then you're going to do it anyway. (laughs) Of course, Val objects and Zod says that Lyda is the only one who stayed his hand. When Val says that Jax is in custody and will answer for what she's done, Zod informs him that he doesn't care and orders them to send Jax within the hour. Wait, didn't he threaten with some kind of weapon too? Yeah. Yeah, Zod's just ready to blow everybody up. Yeah, well, I mean, he's pissed. Yeah. Of course, Nessa's, we see her going through a cargo area, and two Sagittari find her, and... Oh, my God. Could they have been sleazier? No. Not at all. I try to find, like, a good way to say this, but they were just sleazy. Yeah, they were totally sleazy, and weren't prepared as whips out a knife and takes them both down. Right. I mean, you knew they were there to kill her. Oh, absolutely. But the way they were acting was like, just... Oh, we're going to have our fun first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I see how much fun you had there, jackass. (laughs) Of course, more Sagittari arrive, and Nyssa runs when... And she runs into Seg, hugs him, and then, of course, two helmeted Sagittari arrive. But fortunately for them, it's Dev and Jaina. Thank God. Yes. Back up to Wegthor, where Val tells Adam and Kim that Lyda's death stoked Zod's desire for revenge. And he points out that they can either turn over Jax or face Zod's wrath. Of course, Kim suggests that he turn over Jax to stop the killing. And Adam warns that Zod won't stop until he kills all of them anyway. Yeah, (laughs) Adam's got a point there. And Val agrees with him, but figures turning over Jax will buy them some time. And you go, wow, did not expect that to come out of Val's mouth. Right. Well, I mean, after Adam was like, yeah, Jax likes me. I can talk her down. And Val's like, no. no. Like, Val is totally seeing, like, reality here. Yeah. Like, all over the place. It's like, you know what? I got to do what's best for everybody up here. Which I think, you know, is probably pretty hard for Val. Oh, absolutely. But they do say, and I can't remember if it was like right before this when we see Jax talking to Aramay or if it was when they were in the cell or something, that Val didn't have to live through, you know, everything that's happened because he was in the Phantom Zone. Right. So I can't remember where that was, and I'm sorry if I jumped ahead. Yeah, it's up a little further ahead. Oh, okay. We checked in with Nissa and Seg, and they found what they think is a safe place, some Nessa tells Seg that she has the Codex and Zod has their son. And she tells him that Val put a failsafe in the Codex so that if anyone tries to weaponize it, it will shut down. Aha. We have well, hopefully they figured again. Yeah. everything. Yeah. And Jaina points out that Zod would have killed Nissa once he discovered what she did. And Nissa agrees, but says that it wouldn't have stopped. She knows that she would have done anything for Kord just as Jaina would have done anything for Lyda. Ow. Yeah. 
mom to mom. That doesn't feel like a good time, though. Yeah. Yeah, I was was afraid that might have uh, turned the whole situation south, but it didn't. Jane agrees and says that they'll find a way to get Cor back. And Seg tells him that Zod won't expect Nissa to come to his office. Well, of course not. He's already tried to kill her with Sagittari. Of course, Dev objects, but Seg says he'll do anything to keep his family safe. And he vows that no more harm will come to the people he loves, and they head for Zed's office. I'm wondering, like, what do you have up your sleeve? Like, seriously, you're using her as bait and your child, essentially. Right. I don't know. I don't know if I can get behind this. Yeah. But if he's got Brainiac in there, maybe he's got something that will work. We'll find out. Of course, we check in with Zod, who demands a progress report on the weapon, and the engineer tells him that the hardware components are complete. The warhead. What are you doing? Yeah, the warhead could pierce an underground bunker. Oh, God, he's going to go after him. Yeah, and Zod tells her that we'll have the Kodax, which will let them make the theoretical weapon real. And he gives her an hour and engineer assures him that that won't be a problem yeah right well at first she's like uh an hour hold on he's like that's what you have uh crap and we go back up to wegthor where we check in on the imprisoned jacks and we see aramay up there talking to her she tells jacks that val treats her like a pupil and jack slams a her against the wall and angrily says that Val is the most brilliant man she knows. Yeah, he's brilliant, but you two sure don't see eye to eye. Right. She explains that she does what needs to be done because no one else will and doesn't care if people see her as a monster. And Aramay agrees with her, but points out that they've put themselves in a corner by killing Lyda. Even Aramay knows that that was not the right thing to do. I love it. She's like, well, it had to be done. Yeah. I did it, though? No. <laughs> she tells her that she's gotten out of corners before, and she removes a pin from Aramay's hair and uses it to cut open her arm to reveal a subdermal comm device. She's just got all sorts of crap, like... Inserted into her body. Yes, right? she does. It's like, dude, seriously? Of course... Zod learns that Nyssa killed two Sagittari, and she just pops in and wants to know where her son is. And Zod informs her that he's safe, and once she hands over the codex, oh, no, 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 you don't. Nyssa demands that Kors first, and says that the codex is programmed to her voice, and anyone else operating it will destroy it. Ooh, and don't don't let stress levels get in there, right? Yeah. <laughs> and of course, Zod admits that she's impressed him and says that if she helps him bring down the rebel, he will reward her afterwards. She was going oh, a make governor, him a governor, yeah, yeah, at one of our colonies. And she's like, "We don't have colonies." He's yeah. like, "Not yet." Uh, yeah. Oh, this isn't going well. I see. Okay. Yeah. So Nyssa hands over the Kodax and Zod has Kor brought in. And she takes her child and Zod tells her to unlock the Kodax. Now, of course, Nyssa says, mm, not so fast. Guards out, scientists out, everybody out, just me and you. 
I didn't think he was going for it until she kept saying, yeah, you know, the stress, stress indicators yeah. Ooh, that might be feeling a little wobbly. <laughs> and then as she was walking away, though, when she's holding core, when she's finally like accessing the codex for him and like saying the different words. Right. The access code. Like I expected it to either be a dud or blow up. I mean, right. I don't know about you. Yeah. Like I did not think it was real. So I was surprised that it was real, which we find out later. Yeah. But the next thing that she does, I was like, what What the hell? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because you that... can just hear it in Zod's voice anyway. Yeah. Like, yeah, not going to be, not happening kind of thing. Yeah. He admits that it's a leap of faith for her. <laughs> and Nissa turns off the force field window and jumps. I was like, holy shit, she just jumped with her kid. Right. <laughs> and we see that, oh, she's in a flyer piloted by SAG, which just pisses Zod off to no end. Oh, my God. And where did those guards come from so fast? Yeah. But because, uh, okay. And and Zod's just opening fire. Really? Yeah. Really? That's what you want to do? Again, okay. Like a blaster is going to bring down a flyer. Well, it's going to mess it up a little. Yeah, it might. Check on Wegthor and Val and Adam have discovered that Jack's Kildergard hen has escaped with Arame. Cam reports that Jax has stolen gravity mines. And Val realizes where she's going. The space elevator is about to go boom. Yeah, she comes around and I love it because she's like, oh, no, no, no. Listen, listen. At least this is how I feel it was going, I should say. Listen, it'll be fine. We'll blow it up. We'll be stuck up here, but nobody else can get up. Right. How do you talk people into this? <laughs> that, no. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, this was this was what happened in my head. I know this wasn't on screen. Right. Like, Arame, really? Yeah. Like, I, I don't understand, but I'm sorry. That Side note. Yeah. <laughs> We're all. And we check in on Zag as he's flying through the Outlands. And Brainiac decides it's time to interrupt and tells him that something else warrants his concern. As the flyer is going down from one of Zod's shots, yet Brainiac can help. (laughs) How? How can you help? How can you fix it? Because he didn't want to say where they were going. Right. Until suddenly Brainiac's like, "Mm, I can read your mind, remember? I'm in here. Right. So Seg tells Nissa to brace himself, and Brainiac instructs him on how to reroute power from the life support. And when he does and this... And his hand was moving up fast. Yeah. <laughs> Brainiac speed. Mm-hmm. And he's able to pull the flyer up out of its dive, go back to Kandor, where Zod gives the engineer the Kodax and tells her to have the work done in one hour. Oh, yeah, I totally skipped. But I'm like, Seg, Seg. What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Are you letting him take over? Just everything he does. I'm, this is, again, what I'm thinking. Does it open up a door and he, like, the little things in his head grow bigger? Right. But they arrive at the outpost. So, okay, yay, good. And I'm sorry, again, something in my head. I'm, I'm watching Dev put the, like, jacket around Nissa. She's holding the baby. Maybe you put it on the front so it covers the baby. Right. The baby's just out there in, like, a scarf. So every time I see her holding the baby and the baby's not covered, I'm like, the hell are you doing? Yeah. Again, 
just all in my head. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So Val, Adam, and Kim go into the tunnels to find Jackson Arame, who happened to open fire on them. And Val, Are you surprised? Yeah. And Val actually shoots back, killing Arame. Now that I was surprised. Yes, that was a shocker. And Val advances but, yeah. on Jax and says that he didn't want it to come to this. Yeah, Jax is all like, well, I didn't want you to put on your hands. But here we are with guns at each other. Right. And Val asks her to surrender. And after a moment, Jax lowers her guns. I was surprised there, too. But I don't think she ever wanted to hurt Val. No, we saw that when Arame was there within her cell when she goes, he's the smartest man I know. Right. Now, Val explains about Zod's ultimatum. And tells Jax that she has succeeded in provoking Zod. <laughs> Just a little. Yeah, good job. Yeah, that was the bear you didn't want to poke. Right. And, of course, Jax is saying that Valve's never had to make the tough choices and gives him the detonator for the gravity bombs. She explains that she laid them around the base station, which will cut off Zod's reinforcements. And, of course, Val takes the detonator even though kim objects and Jax points out that they don't have the numbers to defend their base and the station but you're still going to be stuck there yeah and you're not getting supplies either exactly and kim pleads with val pointing out that there are civilians at the station that don't support zod Jax asks if val will sacrifice a few to save the planet see how this turns out right so we go back out to the Outlands base where Nyssa goes to Jaina and tells her that she and Lyda never saw eye to eye. However, she respected Lyda and would have found a way to stop Jax if she knew she was going to kill Lyda. Of course, Dev suggests that they all failed Lyda or maybe she never could have been saved. That's a possibility as well. Of course, Seg informs them that they can make her death count and focus on stopping Zod before he spreads destruction across the universe. Well, you think you can. Right. Jaina notes that whatever they do won't bring Lida back and walks away. It's just, at this point, I feel like she wants to be on board. Right. But she's got to grieve for her daughter. it's just too hard. Now. Yeah, right. it's just too much for her. That was the the last thing she expected to have happen. She figured she'd get killed before her daughter. So we see that the hour's up and Zod calls Val. Zod tells him that you could return to the Scientist Guild and work for me. And Val says, I don't think so. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, come on. Now, I won't screw with your brain. Yeah. Really? And pushes the detonator. I was shocked yeah <laughs> like it, even just saying this i'm like what yeah that was the last thing i expected val to do but he went ahead and did it i couldn't believe it no of course we see jack smiling in satisfaction and val tells her that she can't be a part of the rebellion anymore he orders her to disappear and one day she may find herself now, of course zod's Storms off and goes to the lab and says, give me my weapon. And she warns him that the codex was corrupted and there's no way to know if they've retrieved the genetic information they need. And it hasn't been tested. And Zod says, ah, oh, no big deal. 
I'll test it on the fly, basically. Yeah. And you go, wow. Uh, <laughs> this can't be good. Yeah. And I'm thinking he's going to send some something up to Wegthor. Right. But we don't we don't see what happens right away. No, because we go back to the Outlands where Dev lies down next to Jaina, who wonders where they will go now that Lyda is dead. And he assures her that wherever they go, they'll go together. Oh my gosh, this was just heartbreaking because you weren't expecting this to happen. Right. And they take each other's hands and Jaina breaks into tears of grief. Oh, but it had to come out sooner or later. Right. So we see Nyssa looking out at Seg standing in the snow. He's also mourning Lyda, and Brainiac appears commenting on his tears. Really, Brainiac? I mean, we already know you're creepy, but you gotta be a douche about things. Thanks. Of course. He really has no clue. He figures that they're tears of frustration because Seg can't beat Seg, and Seg insists that they'll defeat Zod. Brainiac says, nah, you know you can't win. And Seg admits that it's true unless Brainiac helps him. Uh, you don't want to get into this partnership, Seg. Right. And of course, Brainiac says, take me to my ship and he will imbue Seg with the power to defeat Zod. I, I don't feel good about this. Oh, hell no. And Seg figures that Brainiac is manipulating him. You think? And Brainiac yeah. says, oh, you have my word. <laughs> like, yeah, God? sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right, right. <laughs> and after looking at Nessa at the window, Seg turns back to Brainiac. <laughs> and you go, well, she knows now, uh, Seg, you're either cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs or got something else going on inside that head of yours. Of course, we yeah, see. Yeah, but at least she's not necessarily judging him right now. Yeah, true. Very true. Now we see Zod going into a cave in Outlands and primes the weapon as he goes in. And you're keeping your fingers crossed that the weapon malfunctions and Doomsday just rips him apart. I kind of wanted them both to go. Right. And Sid goes inside and tells Nissa that they need to leave without Jaina and Dev. And of course Nissa's... Wants to know what's going on with him. And shockingly, Seg tells her the truth that there's a piece of Brainiac alive in him. I was surprised that he told her. I was too. I really was. Because that was the perfect opportunity not to say anything. But he came out with it. Right. And of course, he asked Nissa to help him end it. And she's the only one that he can trust. Repeats his promise that he will never let anything happen to her or Kor. I don't know how you can make that promise when you got Brainiac inside your head. Now, of course, we see Zod finding Doomsday sleeping in the cavern, fancing on the beast, and it wakes up. And you go, you're going to end the episode there? You freaking ragged, ragged, ragged. That's not as bad as last week, but close. Yeah. I was like, okay, is he charging him? What's happening? What's he doing? Nothing. Yeah. See you next week, guys. Thanks for screwing with my head. I appreciate that. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, what do you guys think about the show? This episode? Anything? (laughs) Let us know at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com and check out the website, www.fangirlzone.com. 
we have, of course, all our podcasts up and I'm putting new stuff up on Facebook. I will have our our photos because, yeah, I still can't figure out the website. Posted the <laughs> photos there. But in my travels to San Diego Comic-Con, I also did get somebody who's writing reviews for us now for certain shows. So the reviews for the boys are going up. So if you're watching that, which happens to be a kind of an anti-hero superhero movie. Or show, show, sorry. Yeah, it looks so, awesome. With Carl yeah. Urban in it, no less. Yes. With his regular accent. So I probably won't understand a word he's saying. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so check that out. Check out our reviews page, and you can read all the reviews on that. And, of course, if you can rate and review us on iTunes and every other platform you're finding us on, because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us, especially with the new categories that are going up on iTunes. I know this could be difficult. So I really, you know, we want to say thank you to everybody who has followed us because obviously you're still getting this and it's going to possibly be a little difficult. So you might have to have your friends look a little harder. So we appreciate you, you sending people our way though. Yes. And for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I'm Sean Fangirlas. And I'm Steve. You don't want that lock-detecting stress in my vocal patterns, do you? And until next time.